Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. This month we've been talking about the God of deliverance. Brother Larry talked to us about slaves can be delivered. Brother Rayleigh last Sunday talked to us about leaving slavery. And this morning, for a few moments, my topic is the Ten Commandments. I thought about how in Matthew 22 and 37 and 40, uh, it's called the Great Commandment. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is likened unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Can I tell you, church, if we can keep those two, amen, Brother Ready, nowhere do I see in those two commandments that was called the great commandment that, that Wayne fits into any of that, amen? It's all about, Sister Sherry, it's all about loving God, amen, and it's all about, Brother Kenny, loving our neighbor, amen? Um, they said in this little lesson, it said, God gave the law not to save his people, but to teach them how to live. Brother Kevin, aren't you thankful that God left us this roadmap called the Bible to teach us how to live, Brother Junior? Amen. I'm thankful, Brother Pope, for the Holy Ghost. The Bible said that it would lead and guide you into all truth. Amen. But I'm also, Sister Chelsea, thankful for the Word of God. Amen. Um, Sister Joyce gave me a piece of paper yesterday at the meeting, and I want to say I'm so thankful that Honey turned 60 this year. Amen. We got to go hang out with the young at hearts yesterday, Brother Brian. Amen. I'm thankful for marrying an older woman. Amen. I always wanted to marry an older woman, and God worked that out for me, Sister Jane. I'm thankful, but we had just an excellent, excellent time yesterday, and the singing was outstanding. The food looked outstanding. Amen. And if, if they had many more of those, I'm just have to bring some tuna with me, I guess. Amen. Folks don't understand why little Wayne don't eat, but it's all right. He, he's not starving. But anyway, I'm thankful for a good time, Brother Ben, that we had yesterday. I'm, I'm thankful, Brother Orlando, for men and women of God that you can fellowship with. Amen. And have a good time with Sister Mary. Uh, it's, it's wonderful when God's people gather together. Amen. So, so the Lord left us a roadmap, Sister Carolyn, that, that we can follow. Um, that we can make it to heaven. And, Brother Jack, that's what it's all about. Amen. Me and Brother Danny was talking yesterday before they started singing. And, and I said, Brother Danny, you've been serving God a long time. And he said, yeah. I said, well, I asked him, Brother Toby, I said, have you ever thought about going back or turning back? And he said, no. He said, all I know to do is just keep going. What great advice. Great advice, Brother Jeremy. Is just, you know, if, if it gets tight, you just keep going. Can I tell you, that's what it's all about, Sister Brittany, is just keep one foot before another and keep moving because can I tell you, church, we got a heaven to gain. Amen. I don't know about y'all, but I want to see Jesus. Amen. I want to see him and thank him, Brother Rady, for what he's done for me and my family. Amen. Um, 
as I was studying yesterday morning, I like to study in the mornings, and um, we have a little cat. I've told you all the stories, Sister Sherry, and um, when Sharon's father passed away, we he had a nice little uh, blue chair, Brother Richard, that we brought to the house, and I put it in a room that I call the study room. I don't study in there very much, but it's got a good ring to it. It's a nice chair to have there, Sister Susan. And so anyway, my little cat, I happened to look over at her and and uh, Brother Toby, she was turned on her back, feet stuck in the air, and she was showing her belly. And I thought, you know, Pastor, she had no cares in the world. I mean, she didn't care. It looked like my my retirement at the States lost $40,000 in my retirement. She never asked me what we was going to do to recover that 40000 She never worries about, Sister Townsend, if there's no food in the refrigerator, if 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 there's any gas in the car or if we're mowing the grass. She was just laying there, Sister Jane, with her feet upside down about 3 o'clock in the morning, just sleeping her little old heart out. And Sister Betty, I thought about as I was watching her, and, and, and I was thinking, you know, if I had that much confidence in God, if I had that much confidence in the Word of God, amen, that I could just, it wouldn't matter, Brother Ben, what come or what goes. It don't bother her. Amen. She understands by the grace of God that, that there'll be food in the morning for her and there'll be water for her and she'll have a place to. My point is, is sometimes it's easy. Brother How it's easy to say that we trust God. It's another thing to put that into action. Amen. And, and you know, the, the, the Bible tells us how to trust God. Only the Lord would say that if you need faith, Brother Jeremy, the way you get more faith is by the hearing of God's word. Aren't you thankful, Sister Mary, for a God that wants to sup with you and you to sup with him? Amen. Sister Melinda, he wants a relationship. Amen. I thought about how the first four commandments tells us how we should love God. The first four said, ye shall have no other gods before me. Ye shall, make, shall not make idols. Ye shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. And the fourth is remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. And the last six is telling us how we should love our neighbor. Amen. We should honor our father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. Steal, bear false witness against your neighbors, and you shall not covet. I didn't realize this. Doing some studying, it said that God gave Moses the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai to serve as principles of moral behavior for human race. The Ten Commandments of God are the foundation of the moral code and legal system of the justice for Western Christian civilization. It said the architecture of the U.S. Supreme Court building reflects this biblical foundation at the center of the sculpture over the east portico of the supreme court building there is an image of moses holding the two tablets of the ten commandments these are also engraved over the chair of the chief justice and on the bronze door of the supreme court well Alan, can i tell you the word of god you can stand flat-footed on it amen aren't you thankful for god that says he never will leave you he'll never forsake you he don't change he's the same yesterday today and forever brother donnie can i tell you that no person can make that promise to me and you, but God Almighty, Sister Edith, can make that promise. Aren't you thankful for the God that led the children out of Egypt as the same God that's leading me and you on to our promised land, Brother Junior? Aren't you thankful for that? I'm so thankful. They said there were 613 distinct commandments throughout the entire law. And I just thought for fun, I would just tell you a few things that you couldn't do on the Sabbath, if that'd be all right. 
I learned that if a hen laid an egg on the Sabbath, they would give that egg to a Gentile. <laughs> I'll leave that alone and move on, Brother Justin. That's too easy. I'll leave it alone. There was no carrying in a public place. Me and Honey was talking about this coming down the road a while ago, Brother Jack, and I think she told me in Numbers 15, there was a gentleman, Brother Darrell, collecting sticks on the Sabbath. All right, Bible scholars, amen. And he, he got in trouble, and they asked God, said, what do you want us to do with him? And God said, stone him. He was just picking up sticks, and he broke the Sabbath. Amen. Aren't you thankful we live under grace? Amen. It said there would be no burning, no making a fire, or causing anything to burn, even throwing a toothpick into a fire is considered a violation. There was no striking of a match. You could not tear or cut paper in any way, no writing or drawing, no cooking or boiling water, no washing or removing any spot or stain on clothing or wringing out wet garment, no sewing or needlework, no tearing of garment, no tying any permanent knot, all right? Now, and you could not untie any permanent knot. You couldn't tie a permanent knot, but you couldn't untie one that was already permanent. No crocheting, knitting, or basket weaving. Not one that would bother me and Brother Wayne very much. There was no hair cutting, shaving, or cutting one's fingernails on the Sabbath. Amen. Amen. Just in case you ever get asked those questions sitting around the supper table. So, so my point is, is this, Brother Rayleigh. I don't know what it is to live underneath the law because I've always, as you said Sunday, the Bible said that the law came by Moses. But grace and truth come by Jesus Christ. Sister Donna, I'm so thankful for Jesus Christ that grace and truth came that way. I'm so thankful, Brother Kenny, for living under grace, amen, because there's been so many times when I was lost and undone. Sister Townsend, that, that if I'd have died in the state that I was, I would have went to a devil's hell. And I'm so thankful, Brother Jerry, for a God that had loving kindness and grace, even when I wasn't serving him, even when I didn't have a mind, Sister Jane, to want to serve God. God's mercy was ever present. Brother Richard, I'm so thankful for that. I thought about how the Lord said in Deuteronomy 7, 6 through 8, he's talking about the children of Israel. He says, For thou art a holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself. Above all that, that are upon the face of the earth. Think about that. He said, The Lord did not set his love upon you, nor choose you, because you were more in number than any people. For ye were the fewest of all people, because, but because the Lord loved you. And because he would keep the oath which he had sworn unto your fathers, hath the Lord brought you out of a mighty, with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen for the hand, from the hand of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. Brother Kevin, aren't you thankful that you don't have to be somebody for Jesus to love you. You don't have to have a certain income. You don't have to have a drive a certain vehicle or live in a certain neighborhood, Sister Chelsea. Aren't you thankful because of grace and truth? For grace and truth, amen. He said he loved the children of Israel not because they was a big number, but it was because they was the fewest of them all. But he said because the Lord loved you. Brother Chris, aren't you thankful for a God 
that took a folk, took people that nobody wanted, and God just blessed them mightily. Amen. Can I tell you, Brother David, if you look at the Jewish race today, that God's still blessing those folks. I'm, it's just, I'm just amazed at how much I, I, I'm thankful in 1 Peter 2 and 9 and 10 that we get put in that class also. He said in, in 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10, he said, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. He called us a peculiar people, Brother Danny, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Which in time past, he said, Brother Toby, were not a people, but are now the people of God. Brother Rayleigh, we weren't. We were just an outcast. We was the offscurring of the world. Amen. But now we are called the people of God. Amen. Just like the children of Israel, they didn't have to be big in number, but God loved those people. Aren't you thankful, Brother Ben, that we didn't do anything, but God gave us that unmerited favor, that unmerited love. Amen. He died. The Bible said while we was yet sinners, Brother Chava Christ died for us. Aren't you thankful you didn't have to be a perfect people? Brother Kenny, for God to love me and you. Amen. Aren't you thankful, Sister Brittany, that you could just come to Jesus any fashion that you just, but just come. Amen. Aren't you thankful that we can be a part of a chosen generation? Amen. A royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. And that's why we should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness. Amen, Sister Susan. Where would we be? had Jesus not called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. Sister Betty, only God knows where we would be at this morning. Amen. I know I've said this before, Pastor, but, you know, when we're coming over to church, I look at people doing whatever they do, Brother Larry, and I'm just so thankful that God's laid on my heart to have a mind to want to serve him. Because, Brother Wayne, there was a time I didn't have a mind to want to serve God. Amen. I had a mind to want to do what I wanted to do. But but can I tell you that, Sister Jen, I'm so thankful that, that I've tried to put this flesh under subjection. Amen. Can I tell you, even now with the Holy Ghost living on the inside of me, the flesh still rises up, Brother JT. Amen. And you still have to take it to the altar. But, Brother Ailey, I'm thankful for grace and truth. Y'all remember in Deuteronomy 6, 4, and 12, he said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, all thy soul, and all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. Aren't you thankful, Brother How, that he wrote his, his word in, in, on the tablets of our heart? Amen. Aren't you thankful for that? And verse 7 says, And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thy house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thy hand, and thou shalt be frontless between thine eyes. And thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and on thy gates, and it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which thee swear unto thy fathers, to Abraham and Isaac and to Jacob, to give thee a great and goodly cities which thou buildest not. Sister Donna, what a promise. What a promise. He's, he's telling the children, he said, I want you to remember me. I want you to talk to your children about me. When you raise up, I want you to talk. Sister Chelsea, when you're at the supper table, I want you to talk. The Lord's telling us, Brother Allen, he don't want us to forget him. He said, because, he said in verse 12, he said, Then beware, lest thou forget the Lord, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt 
from the house of bondage. That's why on the Sabbath day that the Lord didn't want them to work, Sister Sherry. He said, I want you to spend that time meditating, thinking about the great things that God has done for you. Sister Amy, can I tell you, when I was lost and undone, the, the, the Sunday was just another day on the calendar. But Brother Jack, I'm so thankful when God saved me and filled me with the Holy Ghost, my whole mind's been to just want to go to church. Can, can I tell you, I love to be around God's people, Brother Brian. There is nothing. I, you know, I, I work in an office with just a few employees, Brother Richard, but sometimes you can hear some of the hard, the awfulest things that you can imagine. Brother David, I'm so thankful when I get to come to church or be around God's people or maybe meet somebody and maybe have dinner or have lunch, Brother June, just to talk about the goodness of God. Because can I tell you, a little bit of this world, Brother Mike, it'll just wear you down. Amen. When you hear people's problems, you hear the situation. Brother Jack, you know you invite them to church, and people say, well, you know, if, if I go to church on Sunday, you know, that messes me up because, you know, on Friday, I, got, I mean, Saturday, I got yard work to do, and Sunday's usually the day I lay around and relax. Sister Tonya, have you ever invited somebody to church and, and they just tell you something like that? But see, Sister Terry, they don't realize that their life can be changed in the house of God because God can change you. You got to allow God to change you. Sister Avis, but God's a changing agent. That's why he, he said the law came, was given by Moses. But grace and truth came by Jesus. We don't have to wait until a certain time. Aren't you thankful that that, that middle Walter petition was tore down when he said it was finished? Says so, Donna, aren't you thankful that you don't have to wait and go to the, at a certain time of the season? Aren't you thankful that you don't have to talk to a priest or to talk to? Aren't you thankful that the door is open to me and you anytime we want to walk through that door? Brother Danny, I'm so thankful for that. I mean, I know it sounds silly and people laugh, but aren't you thankful, that Brother Howell, while you're working on the air conditioner and it's 110 degrees outside, you can be thanking Jesus. Maybe not for the heat, but God's many blessings. Maybe while I'm mowing or weed eating or spinning around in my chair. Amen. Good job to have. But can I tell you, I can thank God for that. Aren't you thankful for God that you don't have to go to somebody and somebody go to God? You can go to God for yourself. I don't know about y'all, but I'm an early riser. Amen. I like to get up, Sister Joyce, and talk to the Lord in the mornings. Amen. I don't know about y'all. When, when I get close in the evening prayer time, I, I hate to tell you, but the spirit of Peter comes on me. Amen. I pray a little while, and I just go to sleep, Brother Chris. Amen. But can I tell you, church, whenever your time is to meet God, Brother Leonard, meet God. Amen. Don't miss your opportunity to build a relationship. And that's what the Lord was saying about the Sabbath day. He said, I want you to take that day off to give it to me. Yes, Amen. Brother Toby, I, I want my prayers to be more than God, what you can give me. But God, what can I invest and give to the kingdom? Amen, Brother David. There, I don't know about y'all, but there ain't nothing. There's nothing like telling about the greatness of God, what God's blessed you with, Sister Betty. Brother Pharaoh, don't it just... Some kind of, I don't know how to say it, but don't, don't it just make you proud of your God when you can you look around and, and God's blessed you with stuff, Sister Amy, and you know it ain't by anything that your two hands had anything to do with, that you know, Sister Donnie, it was only by the grace of God, amen. Sister Edith, can I tell you, that's what we need to use on the Sabbath. We need to use that time to lift our hands, lift our voice, amen, and thank the Lord, amen. 
But can I tell you, we can do that on Monday. We can do that on Tuesday. We can do that on Thursday. I thought about how in Ephesians 5 and 19 and 20, it says, speaking to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making a melody in your heart to the Lord. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know about you, but sometimes, Brother Wayne, the old devil will put things in my mind or in my heart. The Bible tells us that we need to be making psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melodies in our hearts, Sister Betty. We need to be uplifting. Sister Lana, the name of Jesus, amen. Can I tell you, yesterday evenings when they were singing, I was sitting back there and I was saying, Lord, and I had called the name wrong. Sharon's daddy used to sing the great speckled bird. I said, Lord, please let somebody sing. I'd be so nice if somebody would sing that. And Brother Jerry sang it. And I just, you know, I just thank the Lord. I, you know, I'm, I'm sure God had done talk to Brother Jerry. But, you know, little Wayne was sitting there, Brother Jack, just thinking, God, you just answered my prayer. Amen. But my point is, you know, it's a song. You know, Brother Ray, to uplift us, amen, but it, we're uplifting Jesus, amen. When we talk about songs of Zion, it's to lift up Jesus, amen. Because, you know, I don't know about y'all, but when I was in the world, was listening to all that other kind of music, I could, I could sing those songs right along with the artist, brother, amen. Brother Kenny, I could do that, amen. But I, I like singing to the Lord and about the Lord, amen. Because can I tell you, that those songs in the world will never do anything for me, Brother Donnie. They'll never, but can I tell you, these songs are worship to Jesus, amen, because God's been so good to me and my family, amen. I thought about real quickly, and I, I just want to tell you some things. I know you already know about what the Lord done for the children of Israel coming out of, Is, uh, uh, coming out of Egypt in bondage. In Exodus 19, 4 and 5, the Lord said, Ye have seen what I did unto the Egyptians and how I bear you on eagles' wings and brought you unto brought you unto myself. Now, therefore, if ye will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then ye shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people, for all the earth is mine. One part of the Bible said that the, the Israelites spoiled the Egyptians, Brother Wayne. When they left, God moved on them. Amen. The Egyptians, Brother Junior, was so glad to get rid of them. They gave them their gold and gave them their silver, packed them up full and said, get on out of here. Psalms 105 and 37, think about this. He said he brought them forth also with silver and gold, and there was not one feeble person among their tribes. Yes. Now, the, some studies, they say, Brother Chris, there was over 2 million people that come out of Egypt. So really, the Bible said there wasn't one feeble person among them. I don't know about you, church, but I'm telling you, it don't matter what sickness comes to your door. Can I tell you, there is nothing impossible to those that believe. Can I tell you, if you can believe it, God's capable of doing it. Amen. If you can just grab a hold of it, if you can be like Peter and get out of that boat and say, Lord, if it's you, bid me come. I'm confident. Such a surely Jesus says, say, just come. Just come. That's all he told Peter. He said, just come. Because if he could do that for the children of Israel coming out of Egypt, Brother Mike, what can he do for us while we're living under grace? Amen? That's hard to imagine. In Deuteronomy 8 and 4, it says, Thy raiment waxed not old upon thee, neither did thy foot swell these 40 years. 40 years. Hard to wrap your mind. 
Man, I'd like to get, never mind, I won't go down there. But I would like to get a hold of some of those shoes. Amen. Think about it. He said his feet did not swell. Your clothes didn't wear. Can I tell you, they had something, sister. Can I tell you, sister Don, they had something to thank God about. They could look back. Amen. And see what God. Can you look back, Brother Ben, and see what God's done for you, where God's brought you from? Amen. Can I tell you, if you like me, Brother Jack, I ain't got to look back very far. Amen. Because I tell you, God's a good God. God's a great God. God's a giving God. Amen. We all know about how he fed them bread from heaven called manna. The Bible said in 1 Corinthians 10 and 4 said, and they did all drink the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. Aren't you thankful if you're in need, Sister Mary? God's always there. If you're thirsty, spiritually thinking, speaking, God can fill you up. If you're hungry, spiritually speaking, Sister Betty, God can fill you. He's still that living bread. He's still that water that'll keep you from being thirsty. Amen. He was a cloud by day and a fire by night. I thought about how that on Mount Transfiguration, we all know the story. Moses and Elijah joined Jesus up there. I would say that Moses represented the law. Elijah represented the prophet. And Jesus represented the grace and truth. John 1 and 14 and 7, John 1, 14 and 1, 17 says, And the word was made flesh, dwelled among us, and he beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And I've already quoted 17. I'd just like to read it again. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus. I thought about how, and I know Brother Larry touched on this uh, when he did his lesson on Sunday morning, two Sundays ago. But I'd like to real quickly talk to you about um, John 8, 3 and 5 and 10 through 11. Talking about the woman, the Bible said it was caught in the very act of adultery. Verse 3 of John 8 said, And the scribes and the Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they say unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned, but what sayest thou? Brother Ben, they was trying to catch him. They was trying to trick him. I'm thankful for a God that knows our thoughts. He knows the end from the beginning. I like to say, no matter what your tomorrow holds, can I tell you, he's standing right now in the middle of your tomorrow. Amen. Have you ever worried about, Sister Terry, something that's going to happen tomorrow and next week? And when you get there, God's already got it all worked out. Amen. Can I tell you that, that we all know the story that Jesus just said, he who without sin cast the first stone. The Bible said, Sister Chelsea, from the eldest to the youngest, they all left. Amen. But, Brother Pope, what I want to talk to you about in a few minutes is verse 10 and 11. It says, When Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where art thou those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? And she said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Aren't you thankful for that? Sister Boyd, I'm so thankful that when I brought all my filth to the Lord, he threw it behind his back in the sea of forgiveness to never remember. He said, you know what, Sister Susan, I'm not going to condemn you no more. Can I tell you, you free, you set free, not by anything that you've done, not by your works, not by anything that you could do, but by the precious blood of the Lamb, amen, but by the blood of Jesus, amen. 
And aren't you thankful when he, the, we just talked about a man that got stoned in numbers for he was picking up sticks. He broke the Sabbath. This woman broke one of the Ten Commandments, Brother Kenny. Amen. And they had all rights. Amen. But aren't you thankful for something called grace and truth that showed up in the form of God manifested in the flesh? Brother Brian, I'm so thankful for God's mercy. I'm so thankful for the unmerited favor. Amen. But the Lord didn't leave her there. Brother Rayleigh, he said in verse 11, he said, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Brother Leonard, can I tell you that's a powerful statement unless God's speaking it to me and you. Aren't you thankful he was telling that woman, I am your way of out of sin. Amen. He didn't, con he didn't condone it, Brother Wayne. He told her, said, you've got to have a lifestyle change. Amen. I like to always remember, Sister Carolyn, the Bible said that we are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Amen. Can I tell you, when you're sitting around on, the, on, on your Sabbath day and, and you're just thinking, can I just ask you to remember about where God brought you from? Amen. Can I tell you, Brother Pope, I don't know about you, but if your history's like mine, Brother Jeremy, it'll make you throw your hands up in the air and open your mouth and thank the Lord. Amen. Because, Brother Toby, I ain't always been a little Wayne. Amen. Can I tell you, I was a hateful Wayne. I was a cussing Wayne and all kind of worldly Wayne. But I'm so thankful, Brother David, that God's a change agent. I'm so thankful that God can take nothing and make something out of it. Amen. When he had a chance, Sister Joan, to condemn this woman. He said, neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. I thought about how in 1 Corinthians 6, 9, and 11, I know you know, but let me read it real quickly. He said, know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, idolaters, adulterers, and feminine abusers of themselves with mankind. He said, thieves, or covetous, or drunkards, and revilers, extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Brother Mike, he don't stop it there. Verse 11 says, and such were some of you, Brother Larry. Amen. Can I tell you, I, I was in that group right there. So Chelsea, I'm so thankful. Amen. When I was rotten to the core, he said, which were some of you? He said, but you are washed. You are sanctified. You are justified. Not, Brother Wayne, by any good deed that you and I have done, but by the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Amen. I don't know about you, church. That ought to make you want to clap your hands. Amen. To think about where God brought you from this morning. Amen, Brother Jay. When we was all that unrighteousness, we couldn't have saved ourselves. Brother Chris, he said, which were? He wanted to remind us, as he was reminding the children of Israel, where I brought you from. He said, when you get into the land of promise, he said, don't get mixed up with all those other countries. He said, I'm the same God that delivered you out of Egypt. I can still, Sister Sherry, deliver you today. Aren't you thankful? If there's a sickness in your life, God's still a healer. Amen. Whether it's mental, Sister Amy, whether it's physical, whether it's financial, if you've got a need, God's still in the need-meeting business, Brother Toby. Amen. It don't matter what the doctor says. It don't matter what the judge says. It don't matter what the male says. Brother Jack, God's still God. Amen. And what he done yesterday, he'll do today. Aren't you thankful for that? Sister Jen, ain't you thankful that there is nothing too hard for the God that you and I serve? Amen. I know, I know, Sister George, a lot of people like to talk about, but here's what I'm asking you. You don't know what God will do if you don't ask. 
Amen? So, Jessica, if you don't ask, you don't know what God will do for you. And I'm telling you, I, th- I think about where that in Luke 13, 10, and 17, it says where the woman was bent over. It said, and he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed oak together and couldn't in no wise lift up herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loose from thy infirmities. I'm so thankful he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he, and he laid his hands on her and immediately, church say immediately, she was made straight and glorified God. And verse 14 said, And the rulers of the synagogue answered with indignation because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day and said unto the people, There are six days in which men ought to work. In them therefore come and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord then answered and said, Thy hypocrite, thy doeth not, do not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox, his ass from the stall, and lead him away to watering. And verse 16 said, And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, who Satan hath bound, lo, these 18 years, she'd been in that condition, Brother Jerry, for 18 years. Amen. Be loose from this bond on the Sabbath day. And when he had said these things, all his adversaries were ashamed, and all the people rejoiced at the glorious things that were done by God. Could I get y'all to stand? This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386 935 2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website again thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family